Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Asking for a Friend podcast. It's an elder-led ministry of Believer's Baptist Church in Emory, Texas. And my name is Duffy Henderson, and I'm your host. The Asking for a Friend podcast exists as a weekly resource for the edification and benefit of God's people. And here we hope to provide helpful, thoughtful, and most importantly, biblical material as we address everyday life questions and issues. So if you find this podcast helpful, please take a few moments to share it with someone that you think would also benefit from it. Thanks for listening in, and may the Lord bless this episode greatly to you as a means of grace for your spiritual growth and your benefit. And we hope that you're going to enjoy today's topic. Well, it has been quite a bit of time since we have recorded. I'm back here uh, in the conference room at Believer's where we record all of these episodes around our conference table. I'm here with Jason Rowland, and we've had kind of a an interesting summer, haven't we? It's been a bit. We have. I, I don't think we've recorded since May any yes, episodes. That's right. That's right. Um, because we recorded some um, interviews during yes. the month of June. We had Tom Buck, um, Jim Osmond. Scott Annual and uh, Ryan Bush. Ryan Bush. Yes. And, and I really enjoyed those episodes, and we were able to get some input from others outside of our yeah um, so good uh, yeah. elders and, and it was still good yeah and um then um in july we we typically take the july month off mm-hmm. anyway but then we took august off because i was having some health issues mm-hmm. and we were in the midst of um, some things going on in our congregation that was just um wearing us out mentally spiritually uh emotionally and so we didn't record in August, and now here we are in September. In fact, this is a Saturday morning. I don't know that we've ever recorded an ap- episode on Saturday. Yeah, uh, we got here about 30, 45 minutes ago, and it's quiet. Nothing's going on, and we're just here uh, ready to get this thing b- back going. Right. Uh, so we're going to start at this point, yeah. uh, pushing out our weekly episodes. Yes, yes. Uh wanted to just, uh, for any of you who are regular listeners to the podcast, uh, just know that we have a pretty solid fall plan. We're excited, Jason and I. Um, and, and if you've been listening, um, Philip has uh, he has been our third party for quite some time. I think he was the original. He was on the original first episodes, and he carried it through. And he's gone on now to uh, he's moved on from believers. And um, we had a hundred episodes. We had a hundred episodes, and boy, did he add just tremendous insight and what a what a great thing it was to have him uh, and and pour into and speak into these particular issues and situations yes um, but we're we're kind of making a corner now Jason and I right now are going to be uh, the core of the the podcast episodes and we're gonna have some other stuff interspersed between uh, Jason and I doing our our episodes and so just wanted to kind of toss out a quick fall uh, preview. Um, we are wanting to have a little bit more from the rest of our, our elder team, have some more input from them coming up. So there will be a, a couple of episodes featuring uh, Jared um, Haygood, one of our elders. Um, another episode, will, Lord willing, will feature Kyle Slaymaker, another one of our elders, and another one will feature uh, Patrick Covington. And all of those guys will be speaking kind of within their realm of expertise, and we're going to get to hear from them, their heart for ministry, and kind of their vantage point on things. And I'm looking forward to having them on I am too. I think well. uh, did, 
the, the opportunity for our congregation, particularly yes. to hear their voices um, in their particular ministry, what they bring. That's right. Because they're all gifted and, and um, assigned different responsibilities. And, Very gifted men, yeah, yes. They have um, gifts that uh, play into what we're trying to yeah. accomplish and, and do for the uh, glory of God and for the edification of the people. Amen, here. amen. So we want to reassure you, and we're kind of doing a reboot here, a soft reboot of the podcast. It will look uh, a lot the same, but it'll look a little different moving forward. We want to add some variety to the podcast and just make this uh, as as greatly beneficial to the listener as possible, um, to be a little bit more multifaceted with our approach. Right. And so um, this morning... Uh, you know, we're we're sitting here, we're, we have a plan to record our episode today, and I'm going to let Jason kind of kick us off with that in just a moment. But uh, we will have, we've got our fall schedule lined up through uh, the end of uh, November. It looks like right now, Lord willing, we're able to do all of these um, episodes. Right. And, so. and one of the things we're going to be doing um, in the first of November, you and I and Jared will be going with Sean Lewis, one That's of our right. church members, to Uganda. Uh, when we get back, we look forward to giving uh, some reports about exact, our trip yes, uh, through yes, the podcast. And, yes. And so I am thankful that we uh, are able to renew and, and kind of reboot and, and, and push it down the road here yeah, and, yeah. and look forward to our episodes. And this particular episode, Duffy, is an episode that is born out of the last uh, four months. It really us. is. Uh, this is unique, I think, in, in one regard because... Uh, you're going to hear from Jason and I, this is real stuff that we're dealing with, uh, th- this specific issue that we're addressing on this episode. Uh, this isn't just us uh, contemplating theological thoughts or... Right. This is real. Right. Uh, this is born out of uh, an experience, yes. uh, an experience for me in particular, yes. but um, just all of us together experiencing what's been going on here at the uh, church and, and yeah. how do we think about this. Yeah. And we're really going to be talking about the battle for joy. That's how right. do we find joy as Christians? Because we are uh, pilgrims on a pathway. Yeah. We are trying to move toward the celestial city, That's as right. uh, John Bunyan writes exactly. in Pilgrim's Progress. So as we're moving forward and pressing into um, continued sanctification until we finally reach glorification, that's right. Um, there's ditches on both sides of the road that yep. uh, tend to pull us into. Yep. Um, sometimes we drive ourselves into it, yeah. and sometimes the, we're pulled into it by uh, uh, different circumstances and yeah. uh, desires. That's right. That's right. So what we one of the things that that I found as um, the elders, um, and Duffy was a part of that decision as well for me to take the month of August, uh, as a sabbatical. Um, I was having health issues, um, my heart, uh, respiratory issues. Um, uh, I was, um, spiritually, emotionally, I mean, I, I had hit the bottom really. Um, I was angry. I was, uh, just in a, in a tailspin and I couldn't pull out of it. You guys recognized that and said, hey, we've got preaching duties um, and the other responsibilities as well. There were a few things I had to take care of. But for the most part, for the month of August, I just went to area libraries and just read and just uh, let the Lord renew me. And uh, and he did by his grace. The things that I would read, the things that I would listen to, 
uh, were just so helpful. Mm, yeah. um, of the church family was very gracious, had a lot of invitations to um, go eat lunch and just visit with people. And all these things were helpful. Um, but my joy had been just drained. I had no joy uh, in ministry. Uh, you know, I contemplated, should I even stay in? Um, yeah. And should I stay here? It was a battle. It was a battle. You were in the, you were in the middle of a battle. Uh, and it almost, now this was my perspective, but you had foes on all sides. There was, there was, you, you weren't able to, uh, find, um, you were like behind enemy lines with no, no, no other reinforcements. Right. Like, uh, I mean, you were, it was really the slow of despond, you know, your yeah. pilgrim's progress. I love right. that. Right. Pilgrim's journey was a, a battle the entire way. Yes. Uh, if you've read Pilgrim's Progress. Yes. So joy then becomes one of those fleeting things yes. that believers particularly yeah. seem to um, lose in the midst of this sanctification process. And I know that you've all uh, seen the Facebook post of the exhausted person staring straight ahead. Their hair is messed up. Their clothes are wrinkled. They have bloodshot eyes. Their hands are shaking. Uh, and the person just looks crazed. And And... Over the words of that little picture would be, this is me trying to excel at my job, be involved in the community, go to my kids' ball games, do the science project that's been assigned to them, drink enough water, work out three days a week, text everybody back, like everybody's pictures on Facebook, be a good spouse, read a book every month, mow the yard, and go to church every Man, Sunday. you're wearing me out just reading the list <laughs> yeah, right now. Yes. That sounds exhausting. It is exhausting. You know, and, and everybody can relate because the comments yes, yes. are, I agree, I'm with you, sister, that's me, I'm looking in a mirror, because that's where we are in life, Yeah. whether we're Christian or non-Christian. That's, yeah, that's a good point, too. We are just constantly pushing and we live in a culture that is very um, comparative in, in the sense that... Um, competitive, too, I would competitive, add. Yes, that's probably a, a good way to uh, frame it as well. Uh, because we, we get on social media mm. and uh, yep. we look at the pictures that um, our friends are posting. And you know what happens is that we look at their life and we like, uh, we're like, um, my life's not as good as theirs. Um, they seem to have it all together. Um, why can't I have whatever happiness they seem to be happy now, having at this mm-hmm. moment? Because we only post those good moments, right? We censor our social media life. Yes. To one degree or another. All of us, we post what we think. Uh, yeah, that's that's the whole draw of, of social media mm-hmm. is you get to determine how people perceive you. Right. And it's a joy robber. It is. Because if I look at their life enough, then uh, I recognize mine is deficient compared to theirs. But but that's the day-to-day. We're running after this thing, and we're running after that, and so many demands on our time, and so many demands for our attention, uh, and we add more and more to our life because being busy, here's what it is, uh, Duffy, being busy is where we find our justification. It's where we find our value. It's virtuous to be busy. It is. It is. It's our, um, it makes us desirable. um, And we think it's going to make us happy. Mm. We think if I pursue all these things 
and I'm involved in this, and I'm yep. uh, pouring myself into that, and giving <clears throat> my time to this, that this will make me happy. Yes. It's really become not just how we are, but it's become who we are. That's right. That's exactly right. And that's where we really want to, uh, and we want this episode not to be super long, but we are, that's where we want to drive. Uh, we want to to hit this. We find an identity uh, outside of Christ. Yes. This is for the believer. Our identity becomes what we accomplish and what we have attained in, in uh, the self, the self image issue. Right. Uh, yeah. Because uh, we're, we are, as you said, uh, as believers, we are not immune to this. No. And you would think that we would be because if the church would handle um, the theological truths of being in Christ rightly, we have not done a good job, and I'm just not, I'm not talking just about Believers Baptist Church. I'm talking about Capital sure. C Church. Sure, yeah. Um, but uh, if the church would handle it differently, uh, then we might see more joy uh, in the lives of believers. Because believers, um, as I said, are not immune. They uh, seem to be just as enslaved to the cultural uh, pulls of doing this, doing that, uh, as the unbeliever, but but perhaps the believer finds even less joy because now the believer also knows that a good Christian, air quotes, a good Christian mm-hmm. um, is um, reading through the Bible in a year, they're praying every day, they're memorizing scripture, they're being involved in a small group, they're doing family devotions, they're learning the latest hymn, they're doing evangelism training, they're inviting other people to the next church event, and they come together to worship weekly. No wonder they don't have any joy. You know why that's that robs us of our joy? It's because that's all law and no gospel. That's right. That's living a life of all law and no gospel. That's right. And we have to have a balance of law and gospel. And we've we've been that's actually come up in our in, at believers in the last couple of months as we work through these issues. We've been talking about law and gospel for several months yes. in our Sunday school hour. Yes, you and Patrick have been dealing with that particularly. Yes. And and we and that's exactly it. With that is I have to attain this particular set of expectations or image that the church puts on me that says, do this and don't do that. And that's just a form of uh, pietism or legalism. And all of those kind of things are all, and, and just pietism, we simply mean this false sense of outward external holiness yes. that uh, masks our own depravity right. <laughs> for other people, right? That's right. all that means. Well, we we tend to think that they, we do more and we uh, add more to our life oh, yeah. so yep. that we can love people better yeah, yeah. and we can love God more. Yep. And what that creates is just this battle and this exhaustion. And you come yes. together to worship and you're looking for rest because you can't find it because you're chasing the latest social um, uh, club opportunity or the latest sports club opportunity and your kids are immersed in school and you've got the promotion at the job you're working toward, all that, you just want to find a little bit of rest. And you come to the church and we say, hey, glad you're here. 
why don't y'all sign up for the next opportunity to uh, learn the, the spiritual discipline that's going to help you love God more? Yeah, yeah. Well, now, and, and we want to be careful, yeah. don't we, Duffy? Because we do. There the, is nuance here that we must yes, lean into. So yes. here, uh, hear us very carefully here what we're not saying. Go ahead. Well, <laughs> we just... It is good to read through the Bible in a year. Of course. It is certainly commendable to pray. We ought to pray. We um, ought to, to fast. We ought to memorize Scripture. Uh, we, sh- we should use the spiritual disciplines as a means because uh, of spiritual growth in our sanctification mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. sanctification is cooperating with the Holy Spirit. That's right. And the means of grace that are given to us, Bible, praying, gathered worship, those things become important, and they cannot be neglected. So don't hear us say, uh, just let those things go to the wind and just come together and worship. And we're saying there's a balance. There has to be a balance. Right. I would say if, uh, I might even go so far as to say that if you are so in, in, in immersed in this thought that you have to get through your Bible in a year, that it's creating this discouraging burden on you, then stop doing that. Do something else. Right. That's you're missing the point. It isn't to just read words on a page. Right. Neither uh, is it something that I could measure my ex- righteousness. Yes. Yes. Because here's where the church has failed, and I think you would agree with this. Yeah. We have failed to to, to preach gospel in the in that Jesus's righteousness is enough. We we had this battle with enoughness, if that's a word. Yeah, sure, it yeah. is now. Yeah. <laughs> Coined right here on the Asking for a Friend podcast. Yeah. So <laughs> enoughness. Um, yeah. And so we want to come to church and display to our fellow brothers and sisters that I am enough uh, because I, I have done this and I have done that and I've done all these spiritual disciplines. And so I am a righteous person. And we have enough righteousness. The righteousness that you have is a perfect righteousness that cannot be added to. And it's alien to me. It's not my own. That's right. It's not something contrived or, or manufactured. Right. So we can rest in that righteousness. Yes. Amen. And we don't have to, I don't have to compare myself to Duffy Henderson. Uh, uh, and I don't have to, to think, well, Duffy sure does read a lot more than I do. <laughs> So I got to catch up with him. Uh, you know, Patrick and I exactly. were having this conversation yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we met for uh, uh, breakfast <laughs> yesterday morning. And Jason, we have had this conversation yeah. before in yeah. the office. I know. I'm like Duffy, quit reading. I can't keep up. And and why? Because you know, I just had a fu- just. I have to throw this in there because you brought it up. Just this last week. Uh, a couple of my friends from seminary, uh, some of you may know that I'm, I'm working on an MDiv at Grace Bible Theological Seminary. I've got some really good friends that I've connected with. Anyway, we're, we picked a book to read through together outside of classwork, and it's a large book. And uh, one of my friends said, only read one chapter a week. I know you're going to read more, but none of us are keeping up with that. So just <laughs> only, and I'm like... I've already read three or four <laughs> chapters of the book in the first week. And See so, there? And, and he's like, dude, we can only keep up with one. J-. So it just cr- it cracks me up that that, uh, that same stuff that you and I have had. Yes. and But but that becomes then the thing that pushes me. Yeah, it robs yeah. me of rest. Yeah. It robs me of joy. It robs yeah. me of peace. And I think we can use all those words as synonyms. Sure, yeah. Rest, joy, peace. But, but I think 
um, we get ourselves in this vicious trap, yeah. and we lose what Jesus talks about in Matthew chapter eleven mm. when he says, "Come unto me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take yes. my yoke upon you and learn from me." For I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. This is Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. Familiar text, but we don't know what that means in the church in America today. We, we don't understand. And Jesus, of course, is talking about um, adding the pharisaical laws sure, to the sure. moral laws yes, yes. and then becoming overburdened. And, yes. and um, he, he, he says, though... My righteousness is going to be sufficient. It That's is right. enough for you. That's right. And your enoughness and your identity is not in how much that you can do to bolster your righteousness. Amen. It is resting in me. Amen. And so if we would learn to do better in the church uh, for our people um, and uh, well, help I, them get I out really, of the trap. Yeah, I really, I, I'm convinced of this completely that just within the bounds of the church is that it comes down to and I, I don't want to I don't want to harp on a one string banjo here but it really does come down to a balance of law and gospel because yes. because on the one hand the job of a pastor is to exhort the people of God to grow in their holiness yes. and spiritual growth that is the role of a pastor preaching the word the preaching the whole council it's going to have do this don't do that yes. that will be there but at the same time, we have to be so careful and be diligent to remind our people that there is grace sufficient for you in your battle for, for, for killing sin, as John Owen would say, yes. mortifying the flesh. Right. Um, and the, the, the process of our sanctification is painful yes. because it is, uh, it's the chisel, uh, it's the analogy of the, the sculptor with a piece of stone or a piece of wood chiseling away parts of that stone that don't look like the end goal, which for us is the, the, the image of Christ. We're right. being conformed to one degree or another, as Paul writes in, I think, Second Corinthians, to one degree of glory to another, yes. to the image of Christ. That's right. And that, that will be perpetual until the day the Lord comes and... and we have we've already mentioned that already, but yeah, there's but just so much involved in this. That is, and and so what we, you're spot on, Duffy, and we don't want to uh, again take away from the moral law and That's its right. uh, implications That's for right. the believer. That's right. Um, however, neither do we want to put the burden on our people um, that their joy is only going to come when they're sinless. Oh yes, if you obey the law, then you'll be joyful. Right. That's a false, right. false idea. Right. That we we need to stamp that out for yeah. sure. Yeah. And so we've created this. Uh, yeah. Uh, idea in the con- in the congregation or in the church, I should say, that would say, um, you know, you're really not going to be joyful until you're sinless. And so we're constantly pushing for this sinlessness, and we think reading our Bible and praying and and you know doing these things will help us achieve that. Which on the one hand is a good motive to, we want to strive for yes, that. Yes, absolutely. That's, so you can see how these these good intentions get misguided. Right. Um, this such It's such a fine line to walk. Right. Romans 8, 29, we're going to be conformed to the image yes, of Christ. Yes, that's This is exact, the goal of our salvation. Exactly. Not heaven. Yes. 
Heaven right. is the byproduct That's, of sanctification amen. in Christ. Amen. So pursue it. Amen. Pursue it. Um, but um, realize that um, you can have joy in the pursuit when we confess our sins. When I recognize that I can come to Duffy and say, Duffy, I'm, I'm flawed. I, I can't keep up with your reading. But I don't have to. Listen. For anyone listening to this podcast and to Jason, my page count of reading is no bearing on my personal holiness and sanctification, and neither is it for you. That's right. And that should have no no bearing or no burden for you or anyone else. That's That's just the Lord has given me a zeal for that. Right. I don't impose that on others. No, you, you uh, never have, and never have. Right, uh, uh, and so we we're want, just using that as a ex- point. It's a great, it's a great analogy. Yeah. It's a great point because that's it's a real situation, and um, we we want to just and we want to encourage you listening today. Um, Jason and I have so many good conversations off the podcast. It just you know, we spend our days together here in the office, and we talk about so many things, and we sharpen one another, and. We want to just encourage you with this particular episode, two things. First of all, those who are in ministry, uh, especially your pastor or pastors, they battle the same battles that you battle. Amen. Probably to a degree more in one sense, this battle for joy, because uh, ministry is, Jason can speak to this far better than I could, but ministry, it, it sometimes just drains you of joy. Yes. It yes. drains you of joy. Right. And sometimes, as I said earlier in the podcast or in, the, in this episode, uh, I'll get on social media. Yeah. I'll see my pastor's friends, and they're posting stuff about their church, and I'm like, man, yeah. wow, that, if, that's if beautiful. Only that's wonderful. Or, yeah, if only man, I were there. Yeah, you know? right, right. You know, and our... So even pastors are susceptible. Yes, we're not we're not holier than anyone else. Right. We're not. Uh, right. Maybe we're a little further down the road to to one degree or another than someone else. But it doesn't mean that our holiness before before God is anything. Well, uh, we may have more knowledge. More knowledge that doesn't knowledge doesn't always translate into obedience no, or joy or not. rest or no, peace. No, no, yeah. Uh, so and more knowledge creates more discouragement sometimes. That's right. The more you know, the <laughs> the more the, you know, the, the more, more uh, uh, um, the more depressed you are because yes. of your own sin. <laughs> the more light you have, the more light you have shining into the dirty closet of your soul that right. you have. Right. Yeah. Yes. So here's what happens, though, Duffy, and you know, and and uh, I think because we're not um, as uh, careful and guarded with the gospel piece, it's easy to preach law. It, it's it makes so for, easy it to makes preach. It makes good sermons. Yeah. Um, but then we forget how important, uh, how necessary the gospel being preached every Sunday to our people uh, is. And so what happens is they come to gather the worship and they hear more law and they're like, well... I'm not living up to this, so I'm going to go try to find my joy somewhere else. And so then they go out in the culture. I need to go somewhere that I will be affirmed. Yes. And so they we, they, we pursue, and I, yes. and I say they, yes. I mean we. Yes. We pursue entertainment. We pursue yes. exercise. We pursue romance. We pursue education. We pursue job. 
we think that those things are going to find joy. And what we are missing is that the only place that they're going to find joy, rest, and peace is the church. The church has that. We as, just, as a means of grace that God has given to you as a Christian. Yes. Not not in the walls, not not because that there's something magical or mystical here. That's right. I know what you mean, but yes. just to be clear. Right. Uh, the church can can be that place. It can be, yes, yes. yes. And and you're right. It's not that you come in and you're sprinkled with fairy that, dust that's and right. things <laughs> change. But <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we know that sounds kind of you know silly, but uh, I would say that there's there are some folks who really believe that just showing up is going to uh, give them what they need. Right. Uh, and there's nothing, right. <laughs> we have well, nothing we to s- offer except the Word of God. Right. Well, what we're saying is that God has given us uh, the church. Um, he's given us gathered worship yeah. uh, where we can sing to one another, pray with one another, uh, confess our sins with one another. We can hear the Word preached. And, and we ought to be able to find our joy, rest, and peace in that. Yeah. And um, and it's not it's not bad for us to find to pursue joy. It's not bad because God has created a good world. That's right. And we can find good things in this world to be joyful about. So trying to pursue joy and rest and peace is not bad. We just got to pursue it in the right place. That's right. We want to wrap this episode up. I'm going to read one short text and this is just, this speaks directly to our situation. I'm going to read this text. It's in Philippians chapter four starting in verse four, and I'm going to let Jason have one final comment, and then we'll wrap this up. We hope that this episode, we kind of opened a can of worms, and we could probably do two or three more episodes on this, but uh, listener today, be encouraged. You are likely battling for joy right now, and we want to encourage you that, first of all, that's a good battle to be in. That means that there's uh, the spirit is at work in you, um, battling the flesh, and that's a good battle to have. And so pursue that. It's it's going to be difficult to stru- to find joy sometimes, but we're all in this battle for joy, every single one of us, from the top down and from the bottom up. So let me read this, and we'll we'll wrap this episode up. Philippians chapter four, verse four. Paul admonishes the Philippian church. He says, "Rejoice in the Lord always." Again, I will say, rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you've learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the peace of God will be with you. Amen. Amen. That's a great text. And um, so what do we do? Let's just wrap it up with that question. What do we do? Um, and perhaps, Duffy, what we need to do is come back and do another episode on this. Because I think we'll, we'll follow this episode up with a part two. Right. So um, we'll get more into this. But just as a way to close this episode out, what do we do? I think, number one, um, we begin to recognize um, that the righteousness that Christ has earned for me and is imputed to me by faith uh, is enough. It's enough. 
and we need to in the church say that to one another. We need to preach it with the the staff, the the elders uh, in our congregation. We ought to demonstrate that better, and we can, and we and and hopefully we can be of help in the future. But also, um, we need to realize that the the temporary uh, nature of the all these other things that we pursue. Uh, whether it be entertainment, and none of these things are wrong. It's not wrong to um, pursue health and and to exercise and to drink enough water and all the things that... uh, Those are good things. Those are good things. Um, And it's not wrong to be entertained, and it's not wrong to recreate. Um, But when those things become the primary means for your joy, then we're out of balance. They're not going to provide it. It's an idolatrous situation. When it becomes, when it moves past mere recreation for good for the body, recreation is good for the body too. Yes. When it becomes and it moves past to this identity and idolatry situation, then of course we say, whoa, you need to rethink this. Right. We probably ought to rethink as Christians our our social media. Um, You know, recognize that everybody's posting the the best of their life. That's right. Um, That's right. So there's there's other things I think we could do, and, and of course. let me give one more, and that is that um, we appreciate, we understand better what church is, and how that gathered worship and what the church can bring to our lives uh, in order for us to gain that joy, that rest, that peace. Yes, Amen, Amen. Well, listener, that's it for today's episode. We hope this has been a help to you and an encouragement to you. Thank you. Uh, once again, for taking the time to listen to our episode today. We hope it's been a blessing. Uh, Don't forget to like and share this podcast. Please pass this along. Uh, Share it through text message, through your social media. We're we're talking about social media, but this is one of those good things that social media gives. Uh, It gives us a venue to share good content. Absolutely. And so please share this on Facebook, if you're on Instagram, Twitter. There's all kinds of ways to share these episodes. Uh, pass them along. We want these to be of, of a benefit to others as well. And don't forget that uh, there is a media tab on our church website. And if you scroll all the way to the bottom of the page, uh, on that website page, you will also find where you can listen to these podcasts. But there's a box at the bottom where you could submit a question that we could potentially entertain for a future episode uh, for the content of that. But until next time, grace and peace be with you all.